Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and you here on the Kim and Lavoie Judgment Day as we broadcast live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios, genewagnerplumbing.com, for all of your plumbing needs. And this is the guy we wait for every week to come on this show. Let's talk a little bit about David Bakhtiari, one of the best, if not the best, pass-blocking tackles in all of football. Now it's time to go under the helmet with Green Bay left tackle David Bakhtiari. Tell you what, though, David Bakhtiari had a heck of a first half when Khalil Mack was lined up over him. He got no pressures out of that. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, stop by their dealership for the best offers on new and used Mercedes-Benz luxury cars and SUVs in Milwaukee. Go to Mercedes of MilwaukeeNorth.com. All right, here we go. This is how this works. We get to talk to the Packer All-Pro left tackle, David Bakhtari, each and every week he comes on. And uh, I guess first things first, uh, Dave, when we talk about uh, where this Packers offense is, seemingly it it is somebody different every week on offense, having the big week and and starring in this offense and taking advantage of whatever defense you're playing. No Devontae Adams this week, and this week it's not Aaron Jones, it's Alan Lazard who's the star of the game. Yeah, uh, I mean, it it just talks about uh, the preparation each guy has and um, honestly going with the hot hand, going with the matchup that's working for that night. And these guys just being ready for them when their number's called, and Allen's a prime example of that. You know, and I'm not trying to be the good guy here or stroke you a little bit, but, yeah, I mean, what? he did play well. But, yeah, see, to me, Leroy, every week it's, it's really been about the offensive line. I mean, I just think when I look at this this team right now, yeah, it's different. You know, don't know quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, Aaron Jones. Those guys get all the glory. I get it, but I I, I don't know, David. It just feels like that. No matter who you put in there or sub in, you're still playing at a, a really really super high level. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I talked about it last week. Uh, the big thing is mastering the offense, truly understanding it. Um, not not only each you know having all eleven all eleven of us get the offense, but also you know having Aaron perfectly or, you know orchestrate it and put us in good positions along with Matt. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll go ahead and say it is first three games he's been calling fire plays. You know he has been he has the hot hand. You know giving us good plays, giving Aaron the ability to get in and out of what he needs to get into, and you know it takes a lot of stress off the individual player, and I think that's where you're seeing. A lot of, you know, anyone at any point in time as an offensive playmaker can 
can show up week in and week out. And it really, you know, just when we're kicking on all cylinders, it makes everyone's job a little bit easier. But would yeah, you I'm say, like, though, this oh, is, is this just sorry about it, Leroy, but no, it, would this be the because you're three and oh, would this be the I mean, you've probably had what three different changes, three different starting units in your three games. Yeah, you know, on the, on the offensive line, line um, you know, be, between health and getting the five best out there, that's that's what we're doing. I mean, it, and it's a tribute to the depth that we have in the room, the guys stepping up and, you know, knowing what to do um, and, you know, performing when their number's called upon. And, yeah, again, I, I'll, I'll say it again. I'll, I'll say it again, like I said last week. A lot of that goes also to uh, our coach, Stenovich, and uh, our assistant line coach, Buckus. Uh, Leroy, just one more last thing, because I think a lot of people, what they don't understand about the offensive line, it has to work as one unit together, like almost as one person, almost like a chorus line. And I just, to me, I, I just think it's, 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 it's difficult when you can have guys in and out of lineup, but you are still performing at a high level because everybody really has to be at one and communicate to what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, our, our position isn't really like a, a one person can – can really make the show go. It takes all five. You know, you need to have all. It's, it's not a who's the strongest at one position. It's for us, it's who's the weakest link. And we have put together three solid performances, and we want to continue to stack those successes, work together as a cohesive unit, and just stay on the same page. Because when we do that, obviously, like, you can tell, give Aaron some time, open up some holes in the run game. You know, we can be very dangerous as an offense. Yeah, uh, it was um, talk about the uh, maybe it was a lot. I don't want to use the word easier, but I kept seeing that because there weren't fans in the stadium. I think they had 750. That was you guys had an advantage, which I didn't agree with. People were saying you guys had an advantage. They didn't have fans. There's not Aaron can do his hard counts. I'm like, well, I thought Aaron always did his hard count and guys still jump. But um, it looked like one time, uh, David, Aaron was about to call timeout, and he did it when a guy jumped and he got the free play. It just, and I'm going to stay with the offensive line for a minute. It just said that you guys have a lot, you have to have a lot of discipline, um, especially the new guys, when you're going through hard counts and when they go through a free play, you have to keep blocking and not just give up on the play. Absolutely. I mean, it takes immense concentration. And, and even when we are in away games with, you know, when we did have fans, we still had a very uh, elaborate, um, silent cadence that we would work mm-hmm. through and try to master so we could manipulate the snap count on away games. But I mean, with no fans there, being able to use the verbal cadence has, all, has one been big, but two, just the communication across the board for us. Um, you know, when the quarterback wants to check or put us into something else uh, across the line um, for, uh, you know, off, for the offensive line's perspective, just the ability to hear Corey and hear his IDs and mm-hmm. if we have to have any adjustments. Being able to hear that as a tackle who is in the, on the offensive line, the furthest, the furthest man away, you know, it's really hard. You know, there's many times I can't even hear him. I just kind of have to know the play, know the adjustment, and hopefully be on the same page. So it, it, that has been the one big benefit of not having crowd noise for away games. Talk. Yeah, they, uh, uh, real quick, Steve, uh, I apologize. Uh, they had a couple breakouts, um, the Titans and uh, Minnesota. These, now, and you, I'm – I'm not sure how they're giving you guys the protocol, but do have you guys had any conversation in your meeting room when the coaches leave? Guys, when y'all leave, be safe. 
you know, social distance, uh, wear a mask so we can all, you know, stay safe. Have y'all had those kind of conversations? You know, I wouldn't say uh, we've had it as like a, a offensive line room. You know, we our coaches talked about it from the team multiple times. Oh, okay, okay. And then, you know, for us as leaders, you know, it, especially when I'm talking to a couple of young guys, I'm just letting them know the importance. And I'm like, hey, look, uh, at the end of the day, when you make a decision – and the decision whether it could, you know, even just hanging around people, not wearing a mask, every action you take outside the facility can compromise or jeopardize your income and your ability to make money. <laughs> just, the, just that one instance. So, like, I want them to truly understand the gravity of the situation that going and hanging out in place X, uh, hanging out with person Y, there are repercussions to it. And there is such a repercussion to not having any money coming in anymore for the year. So I think a, a lot of it falls on personal accountability. I think guys have stepped up and understood um, the gravity of the situation and the, um, you know, the, st- the, the status that we live in, and especially in Wisconsin with the outbreak going on currently, you know, we need to be very smart. I mean, just today I went to the grocery store and, you know, was completely masked up, washed my hands prior to going in, washed my hands after, you know, just kind of made sure just to do my part and do what I can to one personally for myself for my help but two for everyone else i don't want to be that person to give it to someone else to give it to someone else that could potentially be compromised uh, for their immune system i don't think that's fair talking with david bakhtiari packers all pro left tackle here on the wendy's big show so from that perspective you have this titans vikings thing uh, that happens it, for you i mean where are you at on you know if you had to play one of these teams this week coming off of that because they tested on what Saturday. Uh, apparently, didn't get the results back. Now until what Monday night or earlier today. That that seems to be a lot longer than it probably should be if you're playing on Sunday. Yeah, so we we always test uh, Saturday before we travel, and then we play the game Sunday, and then we test again on Monday morning first thing. Um, I don't know, you know. Say, I think it varies for the time, but it's usually about 24 hours, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a little bit later. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it is a reality. You know, I, I, I try to ignore it, block it out, control what I can control, do everything I can do. But at the end of the day, I understand the risk that I'm assuming by doing my job. Um, and I just understand the reality of the situation that this is something that is real and something that is going on in, in our current society. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I, I think you did the right thing, though. When you start talking about people, money. They listen. You hit them young fellas in the checkbook. They they understand what they're supposed to be and what time it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. I I mean, uh, sorry, sorry. Go on. No, I, I agree with you. Go ahead. No, I, I was I was just saying that you you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you when you, when you bring up the money, which is a big part for a lot of guys in that locker room, you know, their mouth begins to close and their ears begin to open up. So it's it. it, it, it any way that you can correlate it to that, it really helps them understand the gravity of the situation. Hey, let me ask you this: three and zero, and playing really well. Thirteen and three last year. Uh, so you you guys did well last year, but it, it just looks and feels different to me. What, what's the difference between last year and this year? These first three games that 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 you guys are well feels like so much better. Offensively for us? Yes, yeah, offensively. Um, I, I'd say a big thing is just 
fully uh, understanding the offense. And I think that's from a player's perspective and from a coach's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our coach does a really good job with the self-scout, self-evaluation, understanding who we are and who we are not. Putting guys in, in positions to make plays, playing to their players' strengths, and not just going through a Rolodex of calls. And then uh, on the other side, as players, you know, we, uh, we understand what to do and how to go about it. Fully, you know, anytime Aaron wants to check any any call that comes in, all eleven of us are, have been on the same page a lot of the time, and it shows through how efficient we've been as an offense. And that will continue as long as we make sure we're efficient, because now we're at a point where we can really start putting our own flavor and mixture on these plays. You know, before it's you know we're going to run play X. Now it's Aaron Rodgers is going to execute play X, which then turns into like six different plays, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, you know, you, you, you talk about Devontae Adams fully understanding not just his route, but also all the routes with the defensive coverage and then manipulating even in, let's just say, his pre-snap stance, what he may show on film that one guy thinks he's going to do route X and he ends up doing route Y. I think it's all those things that really come into play that we're really seeing in year two as compared to year one. Yeah, uh, Dave, let's move to Atlanta. This team has been all over the place. How do you tell these young guys, how do you get them focused past, you know, having to, you know, play down to a team that you should beat level when you see they're 0-3? Well, I think the first thing that you do is we, we're not playing down to any team. This team, uh, you, we want to flip that narrative. This team is 0-3. Their right. record is the complete opposite of ours. But they're a good football team. They're, they have weapons on offense, they have a good defense, and they have a lot of playmakers, they, and they play very hard. The issue has been they've just had a really, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but they've had really bad luck. And they've had bad situational football that has put the team, when it matters most, at a position to win, they end up losing. So I, I think for that, you know, we have a, this is a primetime game, we're going to get their best effort. Yep. And we need to make sure that we don't fall into the trap of oh, it's no and three team. They're, you know, they're on their exactly. heels or on their last limb. Let's go. You know, they're just gonna uh, bend over for us. No, that, that's 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 not at all how we need to go into this. We need to go go into this with we have to take care of business on our end, play our brand of football, and at the end of the day, let the score speak for itself, not hoping that the score is gonna get there. Talking with David Bakhtiari, Packers All-Pro left tackle here on the fan. Hey, I want to play something for you here. Uh, and then after it, it plays through, i got a question for you. This was Aaron Rodgers earlier today uh, on the Pat McAfee uh, radio show with uh, former Packers linebacker A.J. Hawk. And uh, the story starts out similar to the one that we've heard in the past as far as uh, his speaker going out in his helmet and uh, the fun that he has with Matt LaFleur. Do you ever you ever call off uh, or wave off any calls coming in from the sidelines in your helmet or – uh, another move that I know defensive guys have used in the past, you could say your your speaker cut out and so you can call what you want. Have you ever done that? <laughs> I've done that a ton of times. <laughs> Couldn't hear, can't hear. What do you think? I have done that a, a fair Too amount. Late. Every now and then it's real. You know, I, I can't believe it. And, and LaFleur thought I was messing around last year. The helmet went out three times probably. And he could not believe it. And the second time it went out, he thought I was messing with him. Then I faked one in between the second and the third time. I did the, oh, I, I can't. And then he was like, oh, my God. You, you just see him just freaking out on the sidelines. And I was laughing. I was pointing at him. Like, oh, just um, but but it, it went out again. I, I've had to wear the backup helmet four times, I think, in two years. 
which I, I mean, in the, in the 13 years, let's just say in the 11 years that Mike and I were together, I mean, two, maybe three times in 11 years did my helmet ever go out. And we're talking about three times, four times in, in two years with the, with the floor. Um, he's had some choice words for uh, some of the, the helmet people um, <laughs> during those times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's a little crazy. So sometimes that does happen. you got to kind of make up a play based on the personnel that's in. If you know the game plan well enough, you can kind of fit in those parameters, or if you want to kind of go rogue, you can <laughs> pull something out of your ass you think it's going to work, you know? Uh, okay, so there's Aaron's. I got two things here. Oh, first of all, David, uh, what is that like in the huddle when he tells you the speaker in his helmet doesn't work, and then how does that all get determined as far as what you're going to do next? And then B, does anybody else even mess with the Packers head coach as much as Aaron Rodgers apparently does? Um, so the first question uh, when we're in the huddle, especially in a game, uh, we ne- uh, when those issues have occurred, we never know. Yeah. There's times where he'll try to talk to us and uh, Matt will be calling in or saying something and he'll tell him politely to be quiet or to stop talking in his head so he can talk to the guys in the huddle. Um, so when it does go out, I, we don't really notice it because he's still in there. I mean, sometimes he may want to adjust something. Um, whether it's formation or a certain route. So I, I, we, we really can't tell the difference. Um, so I've actually never been uh, privy to that information within a game. Uh, with messing with Matt, uh, yeah, he's definitely up there. I'd say that it, I, I'd, I'd probably put him at the top, as respectively he should be. But you don't mess with the head coach, do you? Yeah, we did all the time. D- David, you don't, you don't mess with LaFleur, do you? <laughs> Um, I have my fun with him. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I, I, I like that fun at work. I like to keep it lively, and I bring him into it to a lot of jokes. I mean, he a little-known fact about Matt, I mean, he is he's, he's hilarious. Whether he knows it or not, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw all those words. They, uh, Michelle Tafoya, like, you had to, people had to, she asked all you right. guys words to describe him, and and Big Dog say he put monster. I'm like, okay, how does that fit? I said, I, but you know, real quick, uh, we used to call Coach Holmgren Mike all the time. So some guys call him Matt, and some guys call him Lafleur. Do any guy call him Coach? I think uh, um, how how long you've been in the league really kind of dictates that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. But I mean, I will say Matt has been um, really personable on that. He doesn't really like to be called. Coach floor. He he tries to keep it not as serious. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously with certain guys in certain situations. I mean, if I was a rookie, I, even if he did tell me that, I'd still call him Coach Lafleur at least a couple more times until he maybe yelled at me, and then I'll be okay. I obviously, yeah. I don't want to be yelled at, so we'll just call him Matt. Then. David Bakhtiari, Packers All Pro Left Tackle. Monday night football next week. Uh, so we'll talk to you again next week after you guys take on the Falcons. Yes, sir. Take care. Have a good one. Look forward to it. You betcha. There he is, David Bakhtiari on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is your passion outgrown your home? Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Another football season is here. The Q Club of Wisconsin welcomes both old and new customers for safe dining and watching the games with a huge entertainment game room, and awesome food selection and drink specials. You'll find all of your favorites on their menu. Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, Good, good stuff. Plus, their Wednesday and Friday legendary fish fries piled 
ah, ah, with all the extras. Start the weekend early with their breakfast specials on Saturday and Sunday morning starting at 9. I'm telling you, that's popular, popular stuff right there. Visit their Facebook page or QClubofWI.com for menu and updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Great Lakes Dragway Pickling up next, but first, Michael Clements. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 